So we are actually on a road trip back from Nashville, and that's that was a trip with just me and Matt without the kids. Thank goodness for grandparents. And it was a really fun road trip. And I said, hey, let's play some together for date night real quick. We'll peel some stickers and let's record our answers because we've never had a podcast episode with Matt on it. And I've had a lot of people say, oh, you should do that where you guys are answering questions together. And it's just, I don't know, something we've never done. I don't know if you even really want to do this (laughs) well if any of these questions get too hard i'm just gonna say i need to focus on the road and uh you know just leave it at that but it should be fun (laughs) you know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend, with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my wife, who falls asleep five minutes into any road trip, Jennifer Zombiel. Well, these questions are not hard. And just a reminder about To Gather for Date Night. This was designed for every any couple to do who is married or just wants to get closer. Maybe you're just dating. So... Sorry, there's a truck next to me. I don't know if this is going to be loud on the recording. But here's an interesting fun fact. Together for Date Night was actually written on a road trip back from, do you remember where? Uh, Back from Florida. Wrong. No, back from uh, Orange Beach. Florida and Alabama are really close. So (laughs) They are. Technically, we were on the Florabama line. So we were in Alabama. We were coming back from Orange Beach. And I knew I wanted to write that one of the next products was going to be for couples. So we sat there and wrote some of the categories together, which was really fun. So we're just going to peel some of these stickers and just kind of give our answers. We have not talked about these before the car ride. So you ready? Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm ready. All right, I'm going to do the stickers. So hold on a second. All right, so the first category we are going to do is Whisper Sweet Nothings. And all right, I'm just going to pick this one. It says, the thing that made me first want to know you more was... 
you want to go first or do you want me to? Um, I can answer this one. So I would say the thing that made me first want to know you more was the fact that you were actually interested in me to begin with. And I heard from a friend that you thought that I was cute. And so, uh, I just thought, well, shoot, that's, that's a good start. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But that was, that was what first piqued my interest. The fact that a girl was interested in me. Well, there were girls interested in you before. Well, I don't know about that, but. (laughs) So yes, um, there were, but that's, I know that because we went, we were in high school at the same time. You went to an all boy high school. I went to all girl, but we were across the street from each other. So we hung out, although that was, um, the summer after junior year. Right. And yes, our mutual friend who happened to be my neighbor worked with you. Correct. I was, I was, um, in the high stakes game of making sandwiches in high school. That was where I, where I worked my job. And, and he told me that, uh, you know, you thought that I was funny, uh, that I was, that I was cute. And, um, so, you know, you normally don't get both of those compliments. And so with both of those, I just decided, well, this, this could be fun. And I thought, obviously you were pretty, you were attractive and, um, you laughed at all my jokes. So (laughs) I figured I can't, I can't go wrong. And you're so cute and funny. I still laugh at all your jokes. And I would say that would definitely be my answer, which you already know. But the thing that made me first want to know you more was that I thought you were hilarious. So the story he's referring to is that we had gone out the night. Right. Right. Group of friends. Yes. A group of friends, maybe like, I don't know, six people total. We had gone to this kind of dive diner type of thing. The park was maybe before that. I think we did that first. I don't know. And then went to the dive diner place. And basically he was cracking jokes and hilarious. And the next day I said to our mutual friend, who was a guy, I just said, hey, you should bring Matt out more often. He's hilarious. And he was like, oh, you like Matt? And I said... No, I, I don't like him. I just think he's funny and we should hang out more. And then, of course, you asked me out on a date and now we're married with four kids. Yeah, just like that. So, <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> for, for any guy potentially listening, just watch out. If a girl laughs at your jokes, you might actually end up being married to her down the road with, with a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> yes, but I would say that that has definitely lasted our whole marriage was you being hilarious and me still thinking you're funny 18 years later. Right. I get, have we been married 18, 18 years? It's been 18. Thank you. I I get a lot of people who say that I tell the same stories over and over and it's the same jokes over and over, but I just, I, you know, I think they're funny and most (laughs) people laugh. And so I'm going to just keep saying them until, you know, no one's laughing, but now, some of your stories, if you keep saying them over and over, I'm not going to laugh all the time. It, there's got to be some distance in between them or something. No, I agree. That's fine. I'll, I'll just keep note. <laughs> okay. Since you're driving, I'm going to have to keep picking the stickers. So, um, do you want to do circle of trust 
or our best is yet to come. Circle of trust for 400. All right. So, and I think this is one of the big categories we wrote. I, I wrote whisper sweet nothings. That was the very first category I wrote at home before that trip. And I wrote that one all by myself. Maybe you added like one or two sticker prompts to that. But I remember the circle of trust one, writing that in the dark between. Yep. Yeah. Bowling Green. I was going to say between Bowling Green and Louisville, Kentucky. No, I agree. You're right. So, okay. So circle of trust and we're doing this one. What is the craziest thing you've ever trusted a stranger to do for you? Oh, I feel like I know what you're going to say, but I, I don't know what I will. You can go first. I I don't really know what I would say. I mean, I often think like when I'm driving on the road in the car with the four kids, I get really nervous. Like, cause I think often think, oh my gosh, I'm in charge of our four children. Like I have to keep them alive right now. And I always feel like I am really trusting every single idiot around me. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them on the road. I know from driving there's idiots. I think there's one coming up on my side right now. <laughs> But we put a lot of trust into the strangers on the road. And there's a lot of nice ones that, you know, let us over. And so I'm not calling them all crazy. But um, I think that's a weird thing to always be trusting people on the road. Like, really, I'm going to trust you to stay in your lane and not fly next to me at a crazy, absurd speed. Well, I think you also might have a hard time trusting strangers because you in some cases always think the worst is going to happen with with like people you run into that they might all be weirdos or <laughs> you know creeps and so so yeah i mean i definitely can get i definitely can get nervous about strangers i think yeah i mean when you're a girl naturally you get a little more cautious in different situations i'm not talking about on the road you but you had like a like a stranger help you with the kids when they were like little and you were like struggling to get in the car or like with groceries or anything like that. I'm trying to think, have I ever like handed our kid to someone? I feel like one time, remember that trip I traveled with Anna out to LA? That was a random thing when she was a baby. I feel like I let someone hold her, but I can't tell you if I really did. In my mind, I feel like, oh, yeah, I just trusted her to hold her while I had to do something and she's not going to steal my baby. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure there's times definitely where I've trusted people and I'm not untrusting. I like I'm probably the first person to carry on a long conversation with the stranger begging my groceries and walking. I just had a conversation with someone on the elevator today who was wearing a Air Force uniform. And I said, hey, thank you for your service. That's awesome. And she told me what she was there for. And the guy in the elevator was like, I was in the Air Force for 20 years. And we all had a great conversation. So I like strangers that way. <laughs> I'm going to have to think of this. I might come back and think of a really good story. But this, I feel like I'm on the spot. But this led to a nice little conversation. Sure. Like all together stickers do. Right. All right, let's hear your story. So my story about trusting a stranger, 
I travel for work and uh, one time I was in Memphis and uh, was leaving that day I got an alert from the airline that my flight that was later on in the day had already been canceled and so I knew the path this was going down at the airport I just decided get to the airport and find a plane and get out of there uh, or else it was about an eight-hour drive back an eight-hour drive back with the time change so I got there to the airport flights were getting canceled rescheduled um, and I was able to get back on my original five o'clock flight which got pushed to midnight and by this time we were just everybody was going nuts uh, band of brothers we were all you know frustrated at the airline the airport everything but uh, we thought we were on the plane at midnight so they came back and told us that the plane that had been sitting there for eight hours without a pilot had mechanical problems and they weren't gonna fly us out until the morning at this point somebody who I just made eye contact with <laughs> some guy uh, told me uh, he, I saw he was at the um, going to get a, uh, a rental car and I thought this makes complete sense to jump in with this person uh, who I don't know I, I still don't and know it's his midnight. Name. and it's midnight in Memphis and drive back to Cincinnati to northern Kentucky and um, uh, along with myself two other random people got in the car <laughs> and as we mentioned my wife being the trusting person of strangers I called her to tell her that I am jumping in a car with three strangers and we're driving back from Memphis to to, um, to northern Kentucky at which point she proceeded to tell me who are these people you don't know who they are you know they 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 could just you know take you off in, into a ditch and you know murder you or whatever and i i don't know if you've all been at the airport in this state of mind with the frustration but at this point i think my response to her was jen if these people planned for my flight to get delayed 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 you know 7 hours and then eventually canceled and me to you know, under no pressure from them, jump in their car so that they could drive me off into some, you know, rest area and kill me and take my clothes, then they earn the kill. I'm, I'm leaving. And so... Um, well, hold on, hold on. You told me that there was a girl. There was. And so I said, okay, if this girl trusts these three guys enough, then they've all got to be trusting because she wouldn't get in the car with like anyone who's shady. So that made me feel a little better. Yeah. And I would hope that if she was answering together for date night, this would be her same <laughs> response to this question because she got in with the three of us. No one knew anybody. And the most frustrating part was I sat right behind the driver and the two others in the car, we were in a Nissan. What did I tell you? It was like a Nissan, Sentra. a Nissan Sentra, four of us with luggage on our lap <laughs> and the guy and the girl who were on the right side of the car shotgun and behind shotgun they fell asleep in five minutes so it was just me. oh they were like me <laughs> yeah exactly so it was me and this guy driving where i sat behind him for eight hours talking to him like a weird driving miss daisy chauffeur experience and uh, eventually he ended up getting us back in around i think it was like nine o'clock in the morning well hold on that was one of my tips from you i said do not fall asleep. You got to keep that driver awake. <laughs> yeah. So he was clearly frustrated with me talking to the back of his head for eight <laughs> hours. But uh, anyways, I trusted him. He was an engineer. 
which I've well, he never just told you that true i mean he could have been lying but i just at that point i would have believed anything that would have gotten me out of the memphis airport and back home so that would be my answer i think to that one is yeah that 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 jumping in the car with that i think you won that sticker for all eternity (laughs) but this is like one of those stories do you ever feel like you wish you could see those people again and and all just kind of be like what that was crazy that we did that. So I wouldn't mind seeing the driver, but the two people who got in and fell asleep right away, first of all, if you're getting in a car on a road trip, planning to fall asleep, don't take shotgun if there are other people there. Just get in the back, get comfortable and lay back. Because <laughs> I, it, it was so weird with a stranger to talk to the back of his head for eight hours. But yes, I, I would like to see the driver. I would like to say thank you for allowing me to get in the car. Uh, the two other people, I hope I never see them again. That's fine. <laughs> so share this story and see who you know that lives in Cincinnati that rode there, uh, drove strangers home from the Memphis airport, what, like probably three years ago? It was before COVID. So I, yeah, three to five years ago. Yeah. Maybe we'll Actually, have a reunion. Longer than that, but yeah. Yes. Maybe we'll have a reunion. Okay. I got to think of that answer for me again. I might have to, I don't know. I'm going to have to think of that. It might be a new episode, <laughs> I guess. All right. One more category. Um, let's see. Let's do our best is yet to come. All right. This one says, and just for everyone... Who has not seen Together for Date Night, we have seven categories. They all have 15 stickers each. Our best is yet to come is all prompts that start start with the two words, our best. So one of them is our best surprise to each other, our best thing we've created together, our best trip. And we're going to do randomly this one. Our best commitment we have made throughout our time together. You guys first. Mm, I can go first this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is, I think this is a hard, like, I wouldn't just pinpoint, I mean, we've been together. <laughs> well, from that great night at the, uh, Diner when I thought you were hilarious and you thought I was so cute. Um, 26 years? 26? No. Yeah. 26, yeah. 18. Yeah, 26 years. We are old. Uh, uh, we're, no, we're young. We, we're young. I, I don't want to... We're not old. We're not old. That's right. We're not old. Um, so, let's see. I mean, to say, like, what's our best commitment we've made through our time together that, like, spans so many different <laughs> areas of our lives. I I would say, like, um, I think one thing that's huge for our family is we, I could probably count if I really thought about it, how many a Sunday, how many times we've missed church on the weekends? Yeah. Yeah. 
it's been few. I know, like, even with the kids getting busier and going out of town for soccer tournaments or just, you know, for a, a day juggling that, I mean, this last summer, you know, Julia and I went to a, I don't even know what type of Catholic mass it was. Where, what, what was it? The African. It was an African Catholic mass and, and, uh, it was great with the music and everything, but, you know, we've definitely made that a, a priority. Like they were all from Morocco or something? I think so. I, I mean, it was it was fun. It was loud. There were about 20 people there, including myself and Julia. And um, it, was, it was neat to see that. But, you know, I think our kids even expect on the weekends, like, what mass are we going to? And, and so I think we've just you know, instilled that in, in them to where church is a part of the weekend. It's not an, it's, it's an obligation, but it's not a, you know, looked at as, you know, anything that takes away from the weekend, it adds to it. Yeah. I mean, most definitely, I can't imagine our lives without it. Like every single week we haven't made a commitment to our time at church with our family and that is carried over into every other area of our life. I mean, uh, any Bible study group we have joined over all the years, all of our prayers, all of our teachings at home. I mean, it has been most definitely, I think, one of our best commitments we have made. Yeah. I mean, if, if I had to answer this question, do I, do I get in trouble if... I'm talking to the family dinner girl, and I, I don't say a focus on family dinner. <laughs> That's a given. <laughs> we, I have a lot of episodes on that. They know we make okay. a commitment to family dinner. Well, good, because I was trying to think of things, but, but I think that's one of the things that we do, do as well, and it is it would be rare for us even at dinner to have the TV on or, or have phones out, I think, um, you know, if you've heard these podcasts, you, you know that we think it's one of the best times to catch up with the family, make everybody feel included, and uh, really just check in with the kids. And and um, besides that, I, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't know. <laughs> we, I mean, haven't, made, we haven't committed to anything else. We're pretty easygoing, so like <laughs> formal commitments don't happen that much. Plus, we're pretty busy. So, well, I mean, it could be things like you know, like. Um, we've committed to like when our kids were little, we didn't want to sign them up for everything under the sun or things like that. No, I agree. Um, I think, you know, one of the cool things we do for our kids that when it's their birthday, we try to get them out one-on-one -on -one for dinner. I think that's something that we struggle to do. Two-on-one. Two-on-one, sorry. But um, two parents, one kid. But we um, struggle to do that just with our schedules. But we always try to, if it's not that... <laughs> that kid's actual, you know, birthday or birth week. We try to land it in the same birth month, but, you know, uh, that's been a commitment that I think, you know, we've, we've really enjoyed and the kids enjoy that. Yeah, I like that too. I think that's been a special thing. Um, we should do that with each other. On our birthday? I think... Um, yeah, we don't go out to dinner with just ourselves. We, This is bad. We should do it every anniversary. We should always do that. And I'd love to say we do, 
but we don't. We have included our children on anniversary things or we've had takeout and stuff. But like you said, we're pretty easygoing. Like we don't need a big celebration. No, right. I, yeah, I mean, sure. I'd love to go out to dinner more often. That'd be fine. But I think um, what other what other commitments are there that you can think of? I, I've uh, committed to in, instilling the love of good pastries and donuts into, <laughs> into our kids and, um, you know, traveled around to, to donut shops when we have time. And, and I think they see, you know, the value and the, the necessity for sweets in, in one's life. <laughs> I think that, well, that actually is a good thing because I would say that shows how you have made a commitment to bringing your own traditions to our family. I think that's a really cool thing because a lot of times, you know, let's be real. The mom kind of sets up the things for the family quality time and whatever is going on. Usually mom's organizing. And I think you've always done a good job of bringing your own <laughs> traditions to our family. And we used to do that a lot where every Sunday after church, and if it didn't work Sunday after church, cause we had something going on, we'd do Saturday morning and we'd find a different donut shop around town. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's kind of evolved into like just a big breakfast after church, which I, I think is nice because as the kids get older and, you know, family gets bigger or whatever, I think that's a tradition that we can keep in our house. Uh, but let's be real. I just have a love for donuts. And so it was a way for me to justify an extra donut over the weekend, um, you know, to, to create this tradition for the kids. <laughs> yeah, you've definitely have, you definitely have a sweet tooth. <laughs> All right. You want to do one more? Sure. We have about 20 minutes left on the drive. So. Okay. Do you want to do I do or my one and only? Um, how about my one and only? Okay. So this one is, they're all stickers, little prompts that start with the one. So the one place I need to visit with you or um, the one movie I will never get sick of watching. Is there a movie you'll never get sick of watching? I, I think the movie Roadhouse is great. Um, <laughs> because it's always on. There was a point in our marriage, I think, before we had kids, we'd always turn on the TV and it was like TBS always had it was, Roadhouse. It was as if I left the DVD playing and it was constantly <laughs> on. But I am different from Jennifer where I like more the comedies and the ones where you can literally unplug your brain and watch over and over. So, you know, I, I like the um, the Will Ferrell movies, any kind of comedy like that, Adam Sandler, stuff like that, where you don't have to think and you can pick it up in the middle. I mean, keep watching. <laughs> I remember in college, I had um, the Wedding Singer VHS tape. <laughs> oh, we we're, we're not old. We're not old. <laughs> um, playing in my TV that had the VCR attached, like in it. You know those? Yeah, the 12-inch the TV with the... 
where the VHS slot is bigger than the screen. Yes, and my roommate Andrea and I would always watch The Wedding Singer or There's Something About Mary. Yeah, Frank and Beans. Yeah, we got <laughs> So I do like the funny movies. It's just now I, I don't even watch TV like hardly at all. If you're out of town, I don't even the TV's not even on. If if it's on, it's because the kids turned it on. But like when they go to bed, I don't I don't watch TV. Well, I I just think it's a good opportunity at the end of the day if you're tired to just unplug. But generally in our house, we're having sports. A lot of the movies I like, you know. You like to watch with the kids, like Marvels now. You guys are all into that. Yeah, we watch those. But I would say, like, those funny movies are, like, 80% appropriate for our older kids. And it's that 20% spot where, you know, you always have to either turn it down or it justifies not even watching the movie. So I don't even watch those movies with the kids around because I don't want to, you know, have to explain things. Um, but I know. I don't even know when they're ever going to be able to watch those. I mean, they throw in some stupid scene that ruins the whole movie. And you're like, seriously, why do you have to do that? I know it's frustrating, but, um, anyways, yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an okay fan of TV and people who say they don't like TV. I feel like they're, I don't know if you're being a little judgy on, on me. <laughs> uh, those people are always like, Oh, the book is so much better. Or, you know. Well, I don't sit around and read books. I just, I don't know. Like the older I get, and busier with the kids and stuff, you'd think I'd want to sit down and veg out in front of the TV, but I don't, I don't know. I used to like you and I, when we were first married, we'd watch the Hills. <laughs> this and is going to have to be deleted. The, uh, I don't know. What did it turn into? Wait, hold on. It was the Hills. And then it was called something else. The real, no, I don't know. They changed it into something else. And someone is sitting on the other side of this, like, saying the answer it was um, when lauren conrad went to be a fashion designer and the fact that i know that <laughs> and low went with her did low go with her i think low was just a well she was a friend from high school but she really wasn't on the hills i don't think yeah. that much and justin bobby maybe showed up <laughs> yeah and audrina <laughs> there was we okay here's a little uh <laughs> maybe a little embarrassing. We watched the reunion last year. Was it a reunion or we found something? We were like, Oh my gosh, it's the OC. It was like, like reunion. It was the new one. I don't even think it was the OC. The OC was a show. Not OC. Um, the, uh, well, the Hills, the Hills, Laguna Hills, Laguna, Beach. Oh, Laguna beach. It was Laguna beach. And then the Hills. There you go. I see whoever was saying that we got it. Yeah. So we watched like two episodes and Spencer and Heidi were there and I couldn't tell if I'm on like team Spencer now. Um, but they're still together. They're together. They probably used together for date night. The one guy that the Jenner guy and Spidey, they got or Spidey Spencer got into it. And again, I don't know where I fall. So that show is still pretty fresh for me. It hurts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was funny. I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> Uh, the one show you could watch, or movie you could watch, oh, whatever. Um, here, I don't even know. Let's do this one real quick. We'll end on this one. The one pet peeve that really bothers me is, I'll go first. I can't stand little, like, clicking noises, like a pen clicking or something scratching or knuckles cracking or, like, um, or, like, 
like some like a motion over and over like a leg swinging <laughs> like if someone has their leg crossed and they're swinging it back and forth it it almost makes me just go crazy so if you see me please don't do that just to bother me <laughs> mine and and this just drives me up a wall is people who wear sunglasses inside i cannot stand this i i take them off your head i don't know who you are if you're out there, I apologize in advance. But Maybe they have a migraine. If you have a migraine, you shouldn't be going into the gas station with, you know, I mean, just, just put them on top of your head, leave them in your car. Okay. It just frustrates me clearly. When I see them like inside a mall, even I'm like, are you serious? You, it's very frustrating. So that is one where it's like, you know, just, just don't do that. We, no one <laughs> likes it. it. No one likes it. Did you have another one you were about to say? Um, gosh, I mean, that's, that's my biggest one. Driving all the time, you know, people on the cell phones are, are just crazy. People who cut you off, people who know that they need to get over and they won't get over until the very end because there's traffic and then they cut you off at the end. Just, just wait in line like the rest of us. This is grade school, you know, stuff. Just wait in line like everybody else. So those would be my two. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I thought of what I have trusted a stranger to do for me. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I, we haven't talked about that story in forever. When we trusted the cab driver in, do you know oh, what I'm going to yeah. say? In uh, Cabo. Yep. In, right? Yeah, Cabo. Cabo, San Lucas. San Lucas, right? Yeah. See. <laughs> to bring back my camera to us. Yes, yeah, so... Um, so we had just bought, like, what was the megapixel on this thing? <laughs> We're was, not old. We're not old. It was really good. This was when you actually use cameras and not just your phone. I know, which I wish I was a photographer like that. Well, so we um, ended up buying this brand new camera and taking it there uh, for the trip. And on the way from the airport to the um, hotel that we were staying at, uh, we must have dropped it. On well, the- hold on. Let me tell the whole story because it, it's a good one. We, it was the Airporto taxi. Yes. And we rode there and Matt, of course, was talking to the cab driver because he's really nice like that and talking to them, him the whole time. And I was laughing at him because I don't even know what your conversation was, but you were being really chummy. I was being nice and I was trying to bring back my, my high school Spanish. And I think he was your college Spanish too. And well, yeah, I was focusing on some college Spanish, but primarily my high school Spanish (laughs) was keeping up with me. And, uh, so anyways, I, um, yeah, we got to the hotel. We that's one of your greatest commitments is remembering Spanish. I'm going to say, yes. uh, See, (laughs) see, see the end. So, um, anyways, we got there, we realized we didn't have the camera. Yeah, you were checking in. They were handing us champagne and whatever in their nice open air lobby. It was amazing. This was our, um, what do people call that? Like a baby moon now? It wasn't that back I, then. I don't know. But we were like, so, I think we should start having children. Let's go on one last trip before we have a baby. No, it started out as, oh, you have Polish family. We should go to Poland. Oh, and yeah. I've never been to Spain. Let's go to Spain. I'd like to go see the tomato festival and see if I can use some of my high school Spanish. Oh yeah. Let's go to Italy. And, and so, uh, what ended up 
where we wanted to have a, a two or three week European, you know, uh, vacation. We did a long week in Cabo. Very similar. <laughs> very similar. Uh, yeah. yeah. That European vacation was not um, affordable at the time. No. Still would not be. No. Maybe more so not now. Um, but anyway, so we get to the beautiful lobby and I'm like, Matt, let's, hold on. I'm going to take a picture. <gasps> Where's my camera? <gasps> oh, my gosh. I know I left it in the cab. I left it in the back of the cab. And this was a 45-minute ride from the airport and Matt said, you said, but I know who our driver was. It was Roberto. <laughs> it could have been Roberto. It was. And I remember you saying that. And I was like, Oh, thank goodness. Matt talked to the guy. Like you actually had a relationship with him. So he would know who, who we were. So we walked up the concierge and said, we were just in the Airporto cab company and Roberto was our driver. Can you find out if our camera's there? And he called him and he said, yes, he, it is in there. And he said he will bring it back, but he won't be back for like two hours or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we waited. So we waited and I completely trusted this guy to bring back my camera and I knew it was going to be okay. And he did bring back our camera, left it at the concierge desk, and we left him a tip. And it was so nice of him. Like, that was such an awesome thing that that guy did. Yeah, I mean, especially in the area we were in, you know, I think the camera was probably a, who knows, $300 camera, brand new. Um, He could have easily said, no, no camera here, and gone on with his day. But instead, he brought it right back, gave it to us, which was great. Yeah, that was really nice. So I remember I did trust a stranger to do that, which was cool. So, yeah, I can probably think of some other things. Now you got me thinking. So that was a glimpse into what it is like to play together for date night, to use the stickers. And Matt and I just sat here and talked about quite a few of those. But you could see how you could peel one sticker. You could take it on a walk with you when you just go walking around your neighborhood and one sticker on your sleeve could lead to such a long conversation and intimate things or just really nice things, nice memories, good compliments to each other, funny stories shared, just out of the ordinary, right? Yeah. And brings up, you know, funny things that have happened in the past or how we got where we are here today. Um, So yeah. And it's, you know, if there are any guys out there, it's not hard. It's easy to do. It's, you know, just it helps uh, kind of spur on conversation when you've been with the person you're with for 26 years. Yeah. And we still learn stuff about each other every time we play. I remember doing one of the stickers one time that was about um, a dream that we used to have as a child. or Oh, it was something that made us scared. I don't know if you remember this. You probably do. And we, I shared about a shark dream or you did first. And I was like, oh my gosh, I used to have a reoccurring shark dream. And you said, I used to have a reoccurring shark dream. And we, that was something we had never talked about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, probably because we both had water beds. Both had water beds. <laughs> We're not old. We're not old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Both had water beds. And I had an older brother who watched Jaws, seven years older than me, who watched Jaws uh, when I probably shouldn't have been watching Jaws. So 
uh, that's where my fear came from. Yeah. And yeah, that is random. We both had this, we had like the same waterbed with black bumpers on the side. I mean, (laughs) I don't know where to go from that. (laughs) I don't either. All right. We're going to end the show here, but, uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed that. And maybe we'll have to make another episode like this again, Matt, if you're up for it. That's fine. We can just go to Nashville again. Yeah. And there's 111 stickers left that we did not talk about. So we can do that. Perfect. Well, a little less because I kind of weaved some other ones in there, I think. So you can order those at togethermoments.com and I will ship them straight to your home. And remember, they are for anyone who is dating and wants to get to know each other better to married for many decades. I am confident you will love it. I send every together for date night out with a little postcard that says all the different ideas for how to use the stickers on your morning coffee, on your pillow before bed, on a walk, out on date night at a restaurant, and you'll just have a blast. I know you will. Go check it out. Go to togethermoments.com and I will see y'all here next week. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.